Hi everyone. Welcome to the Manny and Sean experience. I'm Sean. And I'm Manny. And Manny's going to tell you what we're talking about today. On this week's pod, we're going to give you our top five for our upcoming cruise on the carnival celebration. And we'll close out the podcast with what's our issue. We don't know what it is, so you'll have to stick around to find out. Hey everybody, welcome to the Manny and Sean Experience. Once again, I am Manny. And I'm Sean. And if you're listening to us and not watching us, you're like, why are you introducing yourself again? You'll have to go watch the YouTube to know why we're introducing ourselves again. <laughs> I mean, I do that on the podcast, ep- the audio episode too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice when I listened to it last week. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, well, I guess I wasn't paying attention to my own podcast. Wow. How are you doing, sir? Wrapping up another week here. Oh, happy. Well, today is happy first day of September to everyone out there. It's almost fall, y'all. Yeah. I don't know. When the first day of fall is. Yeah, um, but I'm doing well. Um, this week has been good. No complaints, really. Uh, looking forward to a three-day weekend. I know this comes out on Wednesday, but... When it by the time it comes out, you had would have enjoyed your Labor Day weekend, and we would have to. So, yeah. How about you? Unless you're a weekend warrior and you have to work, then mm-hmm. I hope your work went good for you. <laughs> I've been well. I am on vacation. We survived another hurricane here in. I forgot about the that. Tampa region. They say that the land is protected by a sacred Indian tribe, and that's why Tampa hasn't been. Directly hit in a very long time. In a very long time. So eventually it will be hit and they'll be like the Indians allowed it. Then they'll blame the Indians, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we still saw substantial uh, flooding in our area, which I guess is not a surprise in Tampa. They're surrounded by water everywhere. (laughs) Surrounded by water and most of the land around it is flat. So Yeah. So we flood very quickly and it doesn't take much. But yeah, so let's jump into the mixtape, get this podcast rolling because, I don't know, because it's what we're here for. (laughs) Hit it up. Let's get into the mixtape. You're in the mix. Welcome back. And now we are into the mixtape. Mixtape, mixtape. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was trying to add some sound effects. Uh, so this week, we're just going to have a lot of fun because we're going on vacation next week and um, quite possibly could not have produced an entire podcast. We gave, we gave you a really good one last week. This one's going to be fun. We did give you a good one last week, and this week has been a bit of a blur, to be honest. Like... Prepping for the storm and then not showing if the storm was going to hit or not and other things. Like, there was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a dog had to go to the doctor. Yeah. We had to wake up. Early. It was, yeah. It was a lot. So, we were like, what are we going to talk about this week? And we decided to talk about the Carnival Celebration, which is the ship that we will be on next weekend. Um 
Some of you are cruisers out there. Some of you are not. So I hope we don't lose you. Stick around. You might learn something. Um, I know we have a listener that hasn't been on a cruise before, but is going on his first cruise. I think the same time that we're going. Oh. Um, I don't think it's Carnival, but regardless. um, I know. Carnival is the spirit of the sea. It's a Walmart of cruise ships. That's what everybody says. I mean, those that haven't actually been on a. Stop taking three and four car, three and four day Carnival cruises. And you may experience a better carnival cruise line experience. (laughs) This is true. Um, So we're going to talk about our top five things that we're excited about on the celebration. Um, The celebration is the sistership to the Mardi Gras, which we took last year. Yes. So a lot of the things are the same, um, but they do have a few differences to each other. And Carnival does that like uh, a ship class means they'll start off with one ship and then build two, three or four ships underneath that. And they all have the same layout, but they will have small differences between them, like different bars, um, different restaurants, restaurants, different entertainment sections. So th- there, there's some changes there. Yeah. And if you haven't been on Carnival, the Mardi Gras and Celebration are the new Mega XL cruise ships. Uh, they are the biggest in Carnival's fleet. I would say they are the first to really step outside the box of Carnival's typical branding of cruise ships. Um, It's also fuel efficient. They're using LNG uh, fuel, which is sustainably better for the environment, which is great. So like Sean said, we were on the sister ship, the Mardi Gras uh, last year. We We had a great time. There were some... Service issues. There were some missteps, but it was like we were getting the cruise industry itself was getting back on its feet after COVID um, and having been shut down for so long. So hopefully things have. I mean, yes and no, but you still charge me full price. So I expected full service. I mean, Um, but, you know, we'll 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 see what Carnival Celebrations uh, team brings to us. Uh, this Saturday on Embarkation Day. Um, so we're going to talk about our top five. Uh, they may be different from each other. <laughs> we did not consult on what would be our favorites here. So no, we're going to reference our electronic devices. So if you're watching on YouTube, we are not texting or sexting. Uh, we, devices. <laughs> we are just looking at our notes. Sexting. Sexting. Go ahead. Hey, girl. Hey. No. So now we're going to share with you our top five uh, things we're excited for on the Carnival Celebration. But we're going to start from the bottom and then we're going to be there. Okay. Start from the bottom. Now we, anyways, whatever. You know the song. Um, <laughs> my number five is Bolt, the ultimate sea coaster and summer landings water park. Um, this is pretty similar to Mardi Gras, but it's nothing new. But it's still exciting to ride a roller coaster on a cruise ship. What's your number five? Um, now that I'm looking at it, I kind of oh want to reorder it. We don't got time for that. 
No, I'm just Ooh. playing. Anyway, so I think my number five is Shaquille O'Neal's Big Chicken. Ooh, that's a good one. I love me some Shaq's Chicken. Is that what it's called? Shaq's Chicken. It's Big Chicken. Oh, Big Chicken. You just said it. <laughs> anyway, this is probably the place we ate at the most on the ship besides yeah. the dining room on Mardi Gras. And it was always busy. Um, they serve grilled chicken, fried chicken. They do breakfast. They do lunch. They're not open for dinner, sadly. Um, the chicken is amazing. It's probably y'all. a good thing for it's us. It's probably a good thing. <laughs> and the fries are also Oh, the fries are so amazing. delicious. So delicious. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's my number five. Yeah, so if, you, if you've never been on Carnival, they have Shaq's Chicken on certain ships. Mardi Gras. Celebration. I don't know if it's on another ship. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Um, but Shaq's Chicken, or not Shaq's Chicken. Big Chicken. Big Chicken is actually a restaurant franchise. Um, I don't think there's any in Florida. No, um, I just saw Shaq in the news about opening another one, but I don't remember where There might is. be one in Miami. I'm not sure. I don't know. If there's a Big Chicken near you, find out and go there because it's delicious. It's delicious. And it's, yeah, it's not free like it will be for us mm-hmm. to where we can eat so much of it. But, um. Uh, <laughs> And then mine was the Bolt Coaster, and that was an amazing experience when we went on uh, a Mardi Gras. It is the first roller coaster at sea. You get two turns around. Uh, what was it, like 12 14 It's $15. Oh, it's $15. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people complain about the price, but I think it's worth the price. I mean, the experience to say you went on a roller coaster, <laughs> you went on a roller coaster, um, on a cruise ship, which is a lot of fun, is a lot of fun. Um, you don't realize how fast it is till you're on it. It's very fast, and you can control the speed of it. And the, the views are amazing. Like sometimes I would forget to look out mm-hmm. at the ocean because you're so enthralled with being on a roller coaster and the controls and all of that while you're at it. Like it, it's a quick ride, yeah. But you do get to go around twice. Um, but if you do happen to go on Celebration or Mardi Gras, make sure that you do it and take in the views. Don't forget to take yes. in the views. Take in the views, book it in advance. Well, once you get on board, book it for a time and date. Um, I think we had one canceled because of weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just rescheduled for another day. So try to do it early in your cruise, I would say. Or a sea day. Or a sea day. Sea days are nice to do it. And wear closed toe shoes. Because they're going to send your ass back. They will. <laughs> and water parks on cruise ships they're fun we love virgin voyages but we were kind of like could you just put one water slide on that shit for us please because adults love water parks i think i do i mean they do i i don't i don't i kind of get why virgin didn't do it because they were trying to be different from the other cruise lines yeah. but i do think they would benefit from having some sort of water park Water. They could theme it after something. the octopus goddess. They could. Yeah. Maybe in future ships. Future ships. We'll see. So that was our number five anticipated for Carnival Celebration. Mm-hmm. What's your number four? My number four is the same as your number five. Oh. <laughs> um, well, I, I put the ultimate playground. So that covers Bolt, the roller coaster to see, the ropes course, and the water park. Oh, I forgot um, about the ropes course. I love doing the ropes courses on the ships. It gives you an opportunity to do something that you probably wouldn't do in your everyday life. Um, I mean, there are plenty of rope courses around 
in Tampa yeah. area. But again, it goes back to like you're on a cruise ship. Right. In the middle of the ocean. Right. Which adds to the fun of it. Yeah. Um, and I especially like the one on Mardi Gras and Celebration because they have like a zip line part in the beginning mm-hmm. that kind of goes over the side of the ship. Yeah. And that's um, a first in their rope courses yeah. for Carnival. And that is a lot of fun. Uh, I love how they, because they split it up. There's two sides. There's a easy side and a harder side. Um, I typically do both just because both are fun to do. I like the challenge of doing the harder side. Um, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. And it's a physical activity. It is something to see other people up there with you. Some people, it's their first time and they may be a bit nervous or you encourage them to get across something they don't think they could get across. And again, you're strapped into like a safety harness. So there's no fear of you falling off. But like I'm you here. are very high up in the air when you're doing the course. So I understand why people get nervous when they're doing it. But it's a lot of fun for me. I didn't do it last time because when we got to do it, I just wasn't feeling 100%. So I just sat and took pictures and video of everybody screaming down the yeah, I went with your sister. Yeah, we sister. did it. Um, my number four is actually some of the new entertainment that Carnival is offering exclusively on the celebration. Uh, there's a show called The Most Magnificent. Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> the Most Magnificent Circus uh, is one of their new shows. Is a story of celebrating self-discovery and acceptance. Um, there will be immersive theatrical experience, aerialist, um, high-flying capabilities, mesmerizing trapeze chair, chandelier, hop, blah, 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 blah. It's a giant freaking circus at sea. And Carnival introduced a show called, um, I forgot the name, Soulbound, that we saw on Carnival Mardi Gras. It was like the Halloween one. It was based on like vampires, I think. Oh, is that the one where she turned into the Scarlet Witch? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one was good. That (laughs) was an amazing show on Carnival. I have never seen it like we were lifetime, not lifetime, but long time Carnival cruisers. And that was like an elevated show for them. And I feel like this one, the most magnificent circus uh, is similar to that. Uh, and then my other one within number four is Real Carnival, uh, which is also new to celebration. It's a vibrant, high energy Brazilian extravaganza. Uh, they'll feature music of samba, bossa nova, all kinds of uh, Brazilian type of music, English and in Portuguese. So I'm excited to see new shows. I always like seeing shows. Carnival usually not the best at shows. I think gotten better. Like, uh, yeah, sure. It, the shows themselves yes, are the shows good. Themselves it's are good. just the people in the show sometimes are not that good. Yeah, sometimes we cast folks that just have talent, but maybe not the range that needs to be had. Like the Scarlet Witch on Mardi Gras for um, whatever that show is called. <laughs> um, wow, she blew me away. Yeah, and they had two casts on that ship. So, yeah. like, one show, there was a another cast where maybe they weren't the best. And then 
the other castle is a little bit better. Yeah. Which, I mean, runs the gamut on Carnival. Sometimes you get great performers and sometimes you get mediocre performers. It, it, it is what it is. Not throwing any shade. Um, and that's just what it is. Yeah. So I'm excited to see these two shows. Hopefully, um, it's in their new staging area. They put on these big ships that don't have a lot of seating. I don't. I don't know what they thought when they. So did it's that. in the central. What it's is in the it? Central, central stage. Stage. Yeah. Which is like three floors, but the way the seating is set up is kind of weird. Like you yeah. got to get there early. Like hour early if you want to see, but yeah, a good seat anyways. We'll get to that. <laughs> but that's my number four. I'm excited for some new entertainment. Cool. Um, oh, I guess I can go with number three first. Let's you want. Sure. Unless you're ready. Go ahead. My number three is 820 Biscayne, uh, which is a zone on Carnival Celebration. Uh, there's six distinct zones. You heard Sean say uh, Summer Landing and what's included in that zone. 820 Biscayne is another zone theme within um, Celebration. And it's essentially authentically Miami. So it's like the roots of Carnival are Miami. So it's very neon lights, Miami vibes. Uh, they have a bar on, on that floor called Bar 820. <laughs> um, they have tropical cocktails and Cuban coffee. But no espresso martini, which I am very pissed off about. Because on Mardi Gras, they had that bar, different name, and they had espresso martinis. I'm a little sad. It's fine. We'll find you one. But this this area is cool. Even the the pizza parlor is here, uh, and it's themed after Miami. It's Miami Slice. Miami Slice. Um, if you've ever been on Mardi Gras or might be going on Mardi Gras, this area is like the Italian area on Mardi Gras. Yeah. So what's yours? Um, the Gateway, which I think Ooh, is another zone. It's a full zone, yeah. Um, this one has the LED windows mm -hmm. that change depending on, I think, where we're at. Um, or I something like that. And they also have theme nights. Yes, that's what it was, theme nights. Yeah. So they have these windows which have, L where they made, they're made out of LEDs that will change and you'll see different things happening in them depending on the theme of the night. I think that's cool. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, that was my number three. Well, the gateway is my number two. <laughs> um, which I added a little more to this as well. No, no tea to you, sweetie. That's fine. Um, so they'll have special nights aboard uh, Europe, Far East Voyages, and Mexico. Uh, the video windows and LED screens on the ceilings will feature different scenes from those. Uh, apparently, they will tailor entertainment as well okay. uh, in that particular zone. Um, and that zone has like two different bars. No, it has three different bars. It has the Emeralds Restaurant. So it's kind of a central hub to the uh, ship. Uh, so uh, Mardi Gras, they didn't really do it like that. Mm. This one's bringing it more together as a central area to like gather all the cruisers. So I wonder how busy that's going to be. We'll see. What's your number two? Well, I don't know if this goes with that, but I put latitudes. Okay. 
Which is a bar within the gateway, I think. Yes, I'm excited for Latitudes because it has like that flipboard screen from like old train stations and airports. It's an old school railway station vibe, it yes. says. And um, the Golden Jubilee featuring yeah. a unique mix of great drinks and live music Yeah, to go along with it. The that. Golden Jubilee is kind of like a celebration of Carnival's history. Mm. There's apparently props from like old ship on in that particular area i don't know how i feel about the golden jubilee it looks a little dated in the pictures i've seen but i think it's the fit with the era that they're trying to yeah pres- or show yeah that's what i figured but i really on mardi gras i love the brass by mongolia Mongolia, mm-hmm. mongolia magnolia magnolia <laughs> thank you the breast of- <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, I am definitely not here today. Um, yes, I like that bar better. I like the vibe of it. But we'll see once we get on board. It might change my mind. But I'm very excited for Latitudes. I mean, we spent a lot of time at the Brass Magnolia <laughs> on the <laughs> last cruise. Now, don't I? You did. Because <laughs> um, we get ordering that watermelon drink. Oh, the watermelon drink. Was it yeah. watermelon lemonade? No. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Oh, that thing was delicious. They it took was. fresh watermelon and just crunched it up it was refreshing and got you nice and drunk Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that will be on the menu for the golden jubilee no the golden jubilee took drinks that are historic to like carnival okay so there's a lot of those fun ship drinks that you usually see bahama mama those type of drinks well i'll be at the the real i'll be at the the latitude also alchemy bar is in this zone yeah it is well the gateway i love the alchemy bar um you told me today they have increased the prices of their drinks which is kind of a bummer but yes they do make good drinks so now i want to make sure my drink full to the top (laughs) since y'all i don't want to get off track here but since we started cruising Everything has gone so up. Like when Alchemy Bar started, I want to say the drinks were like nine fifty. And the last cruise we went on, I think they were eleven twenty five, and now we're at thirteen dollars. Yeah. So another reason the cruise virgin just. <laughs> but yeah, the I know we kind of veered. That was your number two, lati- yeah, the gateway or the latitudes. latitudes. So the gateway was your number three. Yeah, and then latitudes was number two. Yes. Awesome! Yay! I'm really excited for Latitudes. That was one of the first things I was excited when they announced the ship. Um, what's your number one? Uh, being Drum roll. In, being in the Cloud Nine Spa Room. Oh, what's my number one? The same thing. No way. Uh, this is our first time. Like, we've had balcony cabins before. Just regular balcony or a regular... Uh, Cove balcony, which if you've never cruised Carnival, I don't know if other ships have it, but a Cove balcony is like a baby balcony. It's okay. <laughs> They like cut a hole and then you have a balcony and you're very low to the water, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, it's a cool way to have a balcony that's a little bit cheaper than spending money on a full balcony. I feel like it's a little more private. That too, because you can't really see your neighbors. Right. Because on the upper decks, the balconies are, you can see people, you can from see the people regular walkways, 
And then when you're further up as well, they, it's, yeah. the cove balconies are low. They are lower to the waterline. They're like on deck five. Um, but I think it's a, it's a better experience. I like it. I like to be closer to the water. I think they're, they're fine. Like, they're cozy. Like, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, it is, it, it feels like your own little private mm-hmm. outdoor area in your room. And I, I love a cold balcony. Yeah. So if you're ever going to cruise on a Carnival Mardi Gras, Carnival um, Celebration, Jubilee, I think Horizon, Verizon, not Verizon, Verizon. Horizon, um, <laughs> What's the other one in that? Vista. Those kind of ships have cove balconies. So if you want to try a balcony, you've never tried a balcony, maybe start with a cove. But if you don't like to be lower to the ground. Not lower to the ground. (laughs) Lower in the ship. Lower in the ship. It might not be um, the best option for you. Uh, But I love it. I love it. Another thing that comes with our room, which we're excited about, because again, first time booking this extra little perk. I don't know why we did it, but we did. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> the spa Why? deck or spa rooms always have like this distinct spa-like smell to them. Oh, yeah. And I fucking love it. And I look forward to feeling that whole spa-ness every time I walk into my cabin. <laughs> and then we get like upgraded um, shampoo and body wash. We get upgraded amenities. Upgraded amenities. We get special robes and slippers. We also get access to the thermal suites during the duration of our entire cruise. We also get like a private entrance to the spa. Private entrance. We get a scrub kit mm. to use. And I just learned today that we even get two introductory classes for free. So a yoga or a Pilates class. So we're excited to try something different. And obviously, we won't be podcasting on the cruise. No. But we will be <laughs> vlogging our experience so we hope you know you'll if you're more of an audio listener you'll go check out the cruise vlogs because that's only the way i feel like it's the only way we could really bring that to life i know yeah i mean for sure we will talk about the cruise when we get back on the following episode but we will be vlogging and hopefully turn it into a couple of videos because it is an eight-day cruise eight um, days y'all we are going to Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao, which are the ABC islands. Um, we've been to Aruba and Curacao many times, mm-hmm. never been to Bonaire. So we'll be vlogging the whole time we're there, um, and we will make YouTube videos out of them. <laughs> yeah, so if you're interested in cruising, you're concerned, you're not sure what to expect, come along with us. We'll show you the, the ropes. And these are Carnival's biggest ships. So if, if you think you can make it through a Carnival big ship, you can make it on any Carnival ship. <laughs> Just don't do three and four days. I am telling you, do not do three and four days on Carnival. You will not have a good time. Unless you want to just get drunk and party, you're going to have a great time. If you're trying to relax and vibe out, chances are it's not going to happen. It's just three and four days are kind of a bit more party. And I think that's for any cruise line. Yeah, I think think Carnival just gets the bad rap for it because I feel like more people post about it, talk about it on social media as Carnival being. Yeah. Whereas 
Royal Norwegian, like any of theirs, it's the same thing. It's like it, it's an affordable cruise for people who don't usually who can't afford like a seven day, eight day cruise. Right. So you're cramming as much as you can into those three days and people going to party hard because they spent good money to be here. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, know. they just get a bad rap. I feel yeah. we've never had a bad experience on seven and eight days. We have been on a four, a three day and we saw what people talk about. Yeah. It, it, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a bad experience. It just, it was the level of party just a little longer and a little more. Than normal. Right. Um, I like to sleep on vacation. <laughs> so yeah, but definitely check it out. We hope you'll join us on our vlogs. We hope maybe you listened here and you're like, hmm, maybe I want to go check out Carnival now. I always say book, Vista class, no, breeze class and above. That's it. I mean. Uh, dream class, sorry. Some of breeze. these, I won't say older shows, but the redone ships, like the sunrise, the sunshine. Like, oh, no, the sunshine's having a problem. Don't book Okay, fine. Never they, mind. They can't keep the rooms cold, apparently. That can happen on any shit. No. That's an old bitch. <laughs> That was the Carnival Triumph, wasn't it? Um, I, th- I think it was the Triumph, which is, if you don't remember, the poop cruise <laughs> the that poop people cruise. talk about. But whatever. Any, things can happen on any cruise line. Yeah, it can happen at a hotel. It's it fine. <sighs> Anyways, well, that is, I think, our mixtape today. Did you have something else for our mixtape? No. I tried to look at pop culture stuff and everything was boring me. So I didn't. <laughs> um, rest in peace boring. to Bob Barker, I guess. <gasps> yes, Bob Barker. Don't forget to get your pets spayed or neutered. <laughs> yeah. He lived. I saw something on TikTok. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh, but. Too late. You already laughed. He said, he said, even Bob Barker fell short of a dollar. <laughs> get it? 99. Uh, when you spin the wheel, <laughs> get off the stage. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, but RIP to Bob Barker, who was just a legend on that show. I can't watch Prices Right anymore; it just doesn't feel the same. You don't like watching Drew Carey? I don't like it. Okay, it just feels off. Maybe it's because I grew up so much with Bob Barker. It's like, you know, when they move like a, a character that you like on something, you're like, oh, this don't feel right no more. Mm, it happens. Anyways, let's move <laughs> into what's your issue. All right. Welcome back to what's your issue? What's your issue? <laughs> All right. I, I, I think he has a few issues. I, oh, don't do that. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm just going off of things that have happened lately. <laughs> I I don't have a few, but I do have one this week since I haven't had one the past two podcasts. Sure, I haven't, I haven't shit. <laughs> okay. So earlier this week, well, not earlier, Wednesday of this week. So by the time you hear this, it'll be a week old, but it's fine. Um, Senator Mitch McConnell froze again oh boy. at a press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he was at a Republican leadership news conference. Um, he was asked a question about reelection and he didn't answer the question because he froze. He was thinking long and hard if he wanted to run again. Um, <laughs> it was a 30 second pause. I mean, it's a big question. You got to think about it. Does he? Yeah. Okay. Like, Sir, do you want to run for re-election again? He's like, how is that a hard question? It's a yes or no. Well, he's not sure. He's okay. like, things are getting hard here now. Um. So after those painful 30 seconds. And awkward. He was seconds. He was walked away to the back. Um, after a few minutes, he walked back by himself and continued with the conference. Um, people asked him, "How he? are you okay? And he said, I'm fine. I'm good. Maybe he just needed his battery recharged. <laughs> Somebody said, <laughs> forgive me for laughing. Somebody said he was just staring at the devil over in the corner Ooh. that was tapping on the... <laughs> <laughs> on the watch. Wait, like he's, time. he sold his soul to the devil. So the devil, the devil's gonna claim him. Yeah, no, it's coming for you. He's coming to claim. You. I'm just kidding. Y'all. He's no, like, no. I was here in July because this happened in July, um, the first time when he froze in the middle of a maybe <laughs> it's maybe it's like a renewal. It's like, do you want more time? <laughs> you gonna keep doing the work, or is it time to come home? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of Mr. McConnell. We've done that plenty of times in the past here on this podcast because for all intents and purposes, he is an evil man. Um, but this brings the question of how old is too old? Mm. Um, I know we have a lot of seniors in government in positions of power making decisions. We've had this conversation on this podcast uh, many of times of these people are in their 80s, some in their 90s, and they are making decisions for people out here living the everyday American life. Um, And we rely on, we're supposed to rely on these people to represent us. Mm -hmm. Um, This question has come up with Biden as well, whether he is fit to run for president. Um, well, also the not to cut you off the Democrat from California as well. Uh, God, uh, Stein, Stein. Yeah. Uh, also, she's. They've said she has dementia. Right, so she is stepping down or retiring or whatever, being forced out. I don't know which one. Which no, I think they said sweetest time. Yeah, like I feel like we need age limits. Mm-hmm. As well as term limits. I agree both. Because. Or at least get one. At, <laughs> what, get at, at what point do you stop being in touch with what is happening in the, I, I want to say the real world, because I feel like they live in a completely different world than we live in. They may have come from the world that we live in. But once you get yourself set up as a senator or a representative, like if you are there for a certain number of years, then you automatically get put into their retirement program. Like you automatically get health care anyway. So like these are things that you don't have to worry about. But you are also the person that are that is making laws that can get passed or denied for people out here struggling every day 
to make it. I just, I feel like it's, it's long past it's time. Long past time. To, like, why does the president have term limits? Right. Like, I kind of know why. We, you know, right. We didn't want a king-like government uh, in the U.S., obviously. But I think the same thing should apply for anybody in branches of government. I do. And the, for the argument of people saying that Biden is too old, well, Trump is only four years younger than Biden. It's not like he's a spring chicken either. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, my, my issue this week was just like, we need to get to a place where we are, one, encouraging younger, the younger generation to participate in politics and get involved in politics because, again, we know what's going on out here. We know how hard it is for a lot of folks. Um, we know the struggles that people go through better than anybody else. And it is hard when you get to a certain age and you can't relate to the generation that is coming up. Um, okay. No, speak your mind. No, I don't think it's too much because you can surround yourself with a team of people that can keep you up to date. I think President Obama did something like that, and that's how some of his policies and ideas changed. But you still have to be a competent person. Exactly. So I think, and I'm not saying once you get to a certain age, you're incompetent to do a job, but Really, you should just, I don't know if 60 is a good point. And there's not an insult to 60 because you can still be kicking and vibrant at 60. But it's time for you to just let some new blood up in there. I feel like 65, 70 is a good place. And again, I'm not saying that Mitch McConnell or Biden or Trump would be, well, Trump is incompetent. Um, <laughs> I would, I'm not saying that the wouldn't be good at their job. But when I say out of touch with the generation, like a lot of these people, yes, you can have a whole team around you that is a, is of that generation and can inform you of the things that are happening, but you also have to be open to receive that. And I feel like some people are very much stuck in their ways and you you they can have that team and that team can tell you whatever. But at the end of the day, it's your decision what happens and what you do with that. And yeah, Obama is a perfect example of that. And I'm not, Obama by no means was old when he was in office. No, um, but just his viewpoint was changed on quite a few things by his second term. So like, I feel like we, we do need term limits for sure. We do need age limits also for yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't know. I think term limits would probably solve the age issue. If you say... Yeah. You can only serve three terms, maybe. Does that sound good? Three terms? Three terms sounds real. Like you, That's 12 years. It gives you enough time to get in there, figure shit out, hopefully do some good, and then pass it on to the next yeah. generation. If anything, then you maybe change. The, like There's one senior ranking member of the party that maybe gets... I don't know. Isn't nope. that what McConnell that, is? That's now. probably just bad. Never mind. <laughs> Scratch that. This is why Alexander Hamilton changed the Constitution a thousand times. Uh, but no, I agree with you. I, I, it's long past, and it, it Democrat, Republican, or Independent, it doesn't matter. It, a term limit needs to be put in place for everyone, regardless. Like you, because you need fresh blood. You need new ideas. You don't need the same rigmarole. Like. 
Get up, get us excited to go out and vote. Right. Give us new energy. Because it's just the same person again. It's like, oh, okay. I guess. And then you people person. just vote for that person out of habit or like, mm-hmm. I know that name, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There you go. Another term for you. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's, it's time for term. It's beyond time for term limits in all positions of and also, I don't think Supreme Court should be a lifetime seat. I don't think Supreme Court should but be a lifetime that's seat. I don't issue. think any federal position a judge should, should be, be a, a lifetime, lifetime seat. seat. No. Because it's like, you're, you're picked to serve. And I know a lot of these people, not Supreme Court judges, but a lot of the judge positions are put on a ballot. Yeah. People aren't voting no on the ballot. People are just putting in yes, or maybe even skip it. A lot of people don't even take the time to research. It, it's hard to research or, the judges. It is. That is There's true. no central point to, like, find the judges' information. There, there are websites out there that will put, you know, about them, their voting record, like, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But, like, you have to actively search for that. Yeah, it's not easy. And I would say most people would just get annoyed with it. Yeah. Stop. So, yeah, I, when we say term, I say Supreme Court, I say federal judges. You are elected to or selected to serve for X amount of time. And we thank you for your service. And then you move on. You go back to a regular court job or whatever. I don't know. But I, especially the Supreme Court, I don't care, liberal or conservative. It does not need to be a lifetime appointment because then you get the shady people in Congress that start doing shady things and, and keeping a president from electing or selecting a, an appointee to the Supreme Court and then allowing the other one to do it um, when, you know, the other one wasn't able to do it during the same parameters. Yes, we get it. Yeah. So there was something that was shared to me today. Um, thank you, Daniel. I'm going to insert it here in the video. If you laugh, you laugh. If you don't, you don't. If you think it's funny, but look around, everybody on mute. Look around, everybody on mute. Look around, it's cool. And so, <laughs> oh man, we may have lost quite a few people during that. <laughs> Unless you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> uh, but that's my issue. Well, thank you. Yeah. I- great topic it's definitely it's one i'm always thinking about and it's like none of the the thing that would take for term limits is they have to vote for it themselves yeah i know but like when i was reading today about it like these people owe it to the people that voted for them as well to like disclose if they if there's a health risk associated with you continuing to do your job and you're supposed to represent me, then the American public has a right to know because we put you in office. Like at the end of the day, the job that you're doing is a public service. It's not, you're not working for Walmart or whatever. Like it's a public service. So if you have a health issue, sir, then just tell people you have a health issue. Otherwise, every time you freeze on TV, everybody can be like, did my TV freeze? What happened? (laughs) I... I don't know what it is, but I wonder if it's like onset of like Alzheimer's or dementia when you just, you, you don't have the words, you don't know how to. I, I Well, the first time I had, I thought he was having like a mini stroke. I did too, but he was, he was out right afterwards. So 
That's and this why is I, also after he fell. Yeah. So I don't know. Who don't knows? Know. What's your issue? Oh, what is my issue? My issue is um, this happened last weekend, I believe. Uh, shooting in Jacksonville, or was it the week before? Oh. I think it was last weekend. So there was a shooting um, in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, a gentleman went and shot people at a Dollar General. Uh, interesting enough, when I read this story, I didn't realize that prior to, I think you told me, mm-hmm. he uh, went onto a campus in Jacksonville, specifically an HBCU, so historically black college, uh, in armored gear. Um, and he had intentions of killing black people. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no sugarcoating that. No, there's no sugarcoating at all. Like, he went on that campus and the students saw him and reported it to security. I won't take your story. <laughs> no, yeah, security, um, security moved fast. They got him off the campus. My, my question there was... I guess there's no legal bounds to to arrest him there. But I'm like, we could have avoided three deaths. I mean, he I guess since he left of his own volition, there was no need to call the police or I mean, he, he didn't cause any ruckus. You were trespassing, they asked you what you was doing there, and you can give them the answer and they were like, You gotta go, and he he left. So So then he decided to leave the campus and then he went to a Dollar General and sought out some black folks and killed them. And that was his pure intention from the moment he went to that campus um, in Jacksonville to the moment that he drove to the Dollar General. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's been a lot of chatter here in Florida about what the shooting means and I know there's people of color, Black, Latino, Asian, all races, that are also on the side of Governor DeSantis, I'm sorry, <clears throat> Ronald DeSantis. Um, I refuse to call him that. Ronald, um, there's people that, that are in our minority communities that stand with the governor and that his policies that lean more towards erasing black and brown people is accurate and appropriate uh, in our state. And what I'm trying to get at is, and a congresswoman from Jacksonville, I believe, was on the news the other day saying that his words, his actions and the laws that he's passing, even though they don't say exclude black people, exclude Latinos, the rhetoric, the reshuffling of curriculum to erase parts of history that's uncomfortable uh, to certain groups is what's leading to these um, crimes. And I think we talked about it two pods ago on the Alabama brawl one, I think it was, where uh, you know, there was a killing in New York where somebody was just doing dancing to Renaissance music. And I guess the queerness was too much for them and they decided to kill them. Like, when we talk here on this pod, which we like to keep it real, we get that everybody doesn't agree with us. We get that everyone might not agree uh, our stance on the laws. What we continuously try to say in our conversations is that 
our the rhetoric that's being placed out there fuels the people who are charged and believe in racism. It's indoctrination. I mean, I mean, we're trying to indoctrinate everybody else now. That's what they're trying to do. Simple, like once again, this is the same thing with them not living in the real world, being in their protective little bubble, being able to say what they want to say, but the words and actions that they do, the things that they say, the things they put on Twitter, all of those things have an effect on the people that listen to them, the people that believe them. And then you put a battery in those people's backs to go out here and commit acts of violence towards those people that you say that you're not trying to hurt or the communities that you are damaging and saying that you're not trying to do that. But in fact, that's all that you are doing. You might not be the one out here with the gun, but you have gassed people up. The words are the ammunition that people need to go out there and be like, they are my warrior, and I'm going to live true by that. The whole yeah. Kyle Ritter thing, that was nothing but Trump gassing that young man up. Trump has, didn't call that young man out by name, but everything that he said... Oh, and inviting him to think. After the fact, yes. Yeah. But everything that he said before that, and we during that whole summer when we were going through the Black Lives Matter protest and movement, with... The things that the Republican Party was doing and saying at that time, gas that young man up to get in his car and drive to a whole nother fucking state with a gun no and kill people. Well, that, that's just my issue is like the laws, like you pass them, you pass them, but it's the actions and the words that you're using that are fueling people who really in their core believe that certain people races, ethnicities, gender types don't belong on this, on, in this country. And when they hear that rhetoric, they feel empowered, they feel seen, mm-hmm. and they feel that they can go out there and do that, which is what this gentleman did in, in Jacksonville. He, he, I mean, read up on it. He, there was no line in the sand or any questionable part that this man did not want to eradicate black and brown people at that university, period. Yeah, I mean, when he was at the Dollar General, he was shouting racial slurs. He had carved swastikas into the barrel of his gun. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there was no mistaking what he was there for and why he did what he did. Thankfully or not thankfully, he got, he was also killed um, by the police. So, yeah, so the rhetoric, the words that are being said or tweeted or posted on whatever freaking social network uh, the conservatives are running is what's fueling people. And we can have a disagreement about policy and who is in office. mm -hmm. We can have a disagreement about whether... Uh, you believe in gay people or not, but that is not a reason to go out and kill people. There's no reason ever to go out and kill people for no reason at all. No reason at all. So that's my issue. I'm tired that we keep having these examples that shows the rhetoric that's being thrown out 
is having, is giving people that fuel to go out and do what you're saying in words that you say are not supposed to really do that, but it is charging people up. Take the Florida immigration thing as an example. They came out after they signed it and said, oh, no, no, no. Our passing of this law did not mean to discourage or have undocumented folks leave our state. Well, it did. It did, because that is what the rhetoric was. So that's my issue this week. Yay. And we're closing up. What's your issue? (laughs) And as always, we say it again. We say it every day, every week. Thank you all for joining us here on the Manny and Sean Experience. This is episode number 48. Correct. You got it right. This oh, time. thank you so much. I can't even see it on the notes. Which, woohoo! Oh, so we're reaching fifty. Uh, it has been a journey for us, um, and we thank everyone that presses play. Uh, we hope you actually listen to all of it. <laughs> uh, we try to mix fun and excitement in our podcast, sometimes serious, but that's why we're called a variety podcast. We didn't want to be bound by any specific topic because that's not who we are no not at all um but yeah that will wrap up this episode um there won't be an episode next week because we'll be on vacation yeah um we'll have to tweet you or instagram you (laughs) when our next because this will come out september 6th uh we'll be on a cruise ship so no pod september 13th um, probably no pod September 20th. We will probably return to you on September 27th yes. with our episode 49. But keep track of our socials. Um, you can follow us on Instagram or threads at MASXP23. Um, you can also find us on YouTube, YouTube backslash. M-A-S-X-P-23 as well. And Um, secretly, if you're on X or TikTok, you can use the same tag. Yes, you can find us there as well. So we'll be posting updates of when we'll be back, but we'll also be posting throughout our vacation. So if you want to get a little jump on what's to come or what we're going to talk about or a little jump on the vlogs, I'm sure we'll have a couple of YouTube shorts as well. Um, you can see all that stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're out there and you love our podcast, please share it with your your socials, your gatherings, whatever. Your socials, your gatherings. <laughs> um, the the best way for us to continue to grow this pro- prod, <laughs> this podcast, uh, is through you, the folks that are consistently listening to us. Um, word of mouth is probably the biggest way to grow a podcast and um we're trying to do our part but if you're out there and and you really enjoy us please do hit that share on our instagram share our our latest post or wherever the hell you're socialing us (laughs) um share it with your friends we really appreciate it um we've said it before here we'll welcome opposing views if we can have a civilized conversation of course Uh, we would most definitely welcome that um and we're also I've said it before, but we're gearing up for some special features and panel podcasts here uh, in the coming weeks and months ahead. Um, It's just a lot for us to try to figure it out by ourselves. (laughs) Um, But we're going to get there, I promise. I think we finally figured out the lighting in here and how this is going to move going forward. So 
Uh, please follow us on all our socials. Again, we're MASXP23 at your convenience and here for you. You can also send us an email. If you have questions, concerns, or comments, have you said this already? No, go ahead. You can, find, you can uh, email us at mannyandshawn at gmail.com, M-A-N-N-Y-A-N-D-S-H-A-W-N, mannyandshawn.com. Wait, Manny and Sean at gmail.com. <laughs> Send us your question and answers. Hey. Um, we would love to answer your questions and answer or questions on the podcast. Yeah. Um, or send us a story. I don't know. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah we'll read it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll do it for this episode. We thank you for joining us. We're going on vacay, like we said. Thank God. Podcast. Uh, we'll go on a little hiatus. Uh, but definitely follow us on YouTube if you're only listening on audio because uh, we're going to have some fun videos going up there and we'll see what we can show you from kind of a celebration. Yes. So as we always say here, do something good for yourself. And then do something good for someone else. That'll wrap it up. Any last words? No. No last <laughs> words. It's, it's T-minus a couple of days to vacation. <laughs> that is our last words. So y'all stay healthy, stay cool. We'll be gone. But again, follow us on YouTube. You know, subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube. I can't say it enough. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Sub, sub, subscribe. Sub, sub it. Subscribe. Fan me off from hot, hot, hot. Anyways, we're out of here. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us.